1: So why watch that movie talk?
0: My friends, my my wonderful people, we have a movie talk. And this movie talk has two sneak peeks in it. And these are major ones. Now, one of these films I saw, the other the ref saw. So see how that works? Mm. And we're going to start, because I'm talking, with the one that the ref saw. Now, this is just taking the world by storm just because of its title. It's called Bombshell. (laughs) So, you've heard of Bombshell. If you haven't, you have heard of it. You just don't remember. This is that Roger Ailes movie. Now.
1: Movie. You have to say that.
0: Movie. Yeah, not the TV show.
1: Yes.
0: Not the loudest voice. So... This is directed by Jay Roach. It is written by Charles Randolph. It stars just, I mean, charlie Theron, Nicole Kidman, Margot Robbie, John Lithgow, Kate McKinnon, Connie Britton, Mark Duplass. I mean, I could keep going on and on. Malcolm McDowell is showing up, Allison Janney. My goodness. And so on and so forth. It will be in limited release on December 13th, and it will be in wide release on December 20th. And this is, it's just, we're waiting to see how many nominations it gets from how many different organizations. So before we get to that, though, the ref is going to tell us all about it and tell us whether it's going to be, you know, does it earn those nominations? Because they're coming and they have come already.
1: Right. So it's Fox News. I mean, we're talking Fox News in its prime. (laughs) Mm, mm. just as you would think Fox News would be. And of course, we have at the helm of Fox News, Roger Ailes, who is played by John Lithgow. And he basically is a mysterious kind of man. Mm. Um, And he's championed certain women, uh, certain anchors. First, we have Nicole Kidman playing Gretchen Carlson. She is a woman who has her own show, uh, but uh, how did she get that show, and what time slot is that? Because mm. mm. if you know real history, you know that what happened with that, but you can look that up yourself. So she's doing her show, and she's talking, I guess, in, about topics that aren't very Fox newsy. Because you saw in the trailer, Kate McKinnon, who works at Fox News, she's a fictional character, but she tells a young Margot Robbie, whose name is Kayla, hey, if it doesn't offend your grandfather and doesn't make your grandmother want to blush, then it's not Fox News. (laughs) And Gretchen is doing a more um, passionate stories. Well, that gets up, that, that goes all the way to the second floor or whatever floor where Ailes is. And basically, Gretchen, you've got to get it together, chick, broad, Mm. lady. Well, we see that Gretchen seeks counsel because she is fired. We know that. I'm not ruining anything. And why was she fired? And what kind of evidence does she have regarding a history of what she calls highly inappropriate behavior? Highly inappropriate conversations on air. On the other side of things, you have Megan Kelly, mm-hmm. the one you see in the news now, played by Charlize. Their own. Now she is completely the go-getter Megan. She's trying to be the next thing at Fox, and you know how hard that is. And she's got the gig to do the town hall. Um, Uh, presidential debate and that doesn't go so well for her. Mm. But on the side, she's sort of like, you know, something fishy is going around. Something's off. And I can't quite put my finger on it. Why did Gretchen leave? Doesn't make quite, doesn't make all the sense. And then you have a Margot Robbie. Kayla fictional character. She is an up and coming. She used to work for Gretchen, and she quit Gretchen to go work for uh, the boys, the Mm. top dogs. And Gretchen yanks her up and says, hey, you don't know all of what happened here. You might want to stick with me. I can protect you. Why does she say that? Hmm. Well, dear Kayla brings that up to a co-worker, and she's like, um, so let's talk about the door and it goes through this montage of what happens with all of these female anchors and the potentials when they enter into the door and whose door are we talking about? Can you guess? It, uh, yes. Roger Ailes door. I mean that door is locked and bolted. Hmm. So as we see the movie sort of progress and it's jumping all around. Now, remember these are the same people who brought you other works of this kind, this of this nature. It's, it's sort of giving you a lesson, a lowdown on what's going on with all these key players, pe- people we really know, and fictional characters. But it is culminating toward, is Roger Ailes just, does he expect? Does he, he have high expectations? Girls, hike up the skirts. Wear them shorter. It gets publicity. Ladies, put the makeup on. I mean, they have a whole department for this. Uh. Get the high heels on. Expose the legs. You always notice that on Fox News, a woman's legs are crossing there and it's exposed. Do all of these things. I mean, by golly, he created this machine. He knows what to do with it. Or is the question even more serious than that, is he abusing his position? Now, you know the answer to that. But who doesn't quite know the answer to that is a fella we all know as... Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> mm. Mm. His sons are trying to wrangle a man, Roger Ailes, who's completely out of control, but they can't do it unless they get evidence. Well, poor Kayla, I'm not going to tell you what happens to her. She may find out a little more than what she bargained for. Uh uh uh. Mm. But nothing really culminates until the moment when Gretchen. And her lawyers are prepared to go public. And that's exactly what happens. For the rest of the movie, you see little bricks of this house come out one by one. Who's left standing? Who's going to backstab who? Because you got Allison Jenny playing Ailes' lawyer. <laughs> you also have Ailes getting counsel and uh, information from His other friend lawyer, Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) Pop it up in there. You've got some loyalists on on the team. And you, you literally see, even though evidence is coming out one by one, how this all starts to unravel. And it's unraveling at such a pace that there's only one person who can confirm or deny these things. And that, of course, is Megan Kelly. She is silent. She hasn't said anything. Did this happen to her? Did she receive the same treatment that Gretchen is accusing? What about Kayla? She's experienced some things we'll say. Can Megan help bring that out? That's the real question here, and you know what happens, but I'll let you figure out how it plays out in this story. That's basically the plot, the fall of Roger Ailes and the demise of, well, I won't say the demise, the the issues with Fox News and how they've treated women. So that's it. Now, again, as I was telling you, you've got some pretty familiar producers, like um, you've got Jason Cloth, who's coming in, who's very, very experienced. You've got Chris Conover, who's also a very experienced producer. Along those lines, you're getting a certain um, spotlight slash. Um, uh, what was that? The that what was that movie with uh, the, the the fall of the recession? Like that kind of feel to it. Um, uh, I can't remember who uh, Margo Mar- Margo Robbie was in that too for a hot mm. second playing at a character. But anyway, you get a certain like very fast pace, and then all of a sudden. As we're watching Roger Ailes, and we watch a scene where he's in action, and it Mm -hmm. is the most disturbing, uncomfortable uh, scene that I've seen that deserves some sort of award for, but it was seriously uncomfortable. You start to see this unraveling happen. But the question is, at the pace that it started with, does it really end with? Or are we going to start preaching? or are we going to start carrying torches are we going to start um doing a female women's power which is very important to do but are you going to tell us or are you going to show us and so that's the big question revolving around bombshell is that they try to teeter between the line of showing and telling. And unfortunately, they do more telling than they do showing, especially during the last half of the movie. But the performances, there wasn't anybody who was walking, sleepwalking. I mean, we've got everybody here to play. Charlize Theron did an amazing job as Megan Kelly. She had prosthetics on, looked just like her eerily. And she Mm. commanded the screen. She is going to be nominated for a for leading actress. That will happen. I just know it. Uh, Margot Robbie did a good job as this naive person. But, you know, I think she did her job. It wasn't anything extraordinary for me, along with Nicole Kidman, who plays this very torn uh, Gretchen Carlson, as well as a woman who's finding her strength. But I really have to say, of course, Allison Jennings did a great job and Connie Britton's playing Beth Ailes is hilarious. You will not forget that <laughs> Kate McKinnon coming in, um, just absolutely doing some fabulous work here. Can't wait to see her more in the future world, but it really does boil down to Roger Ailes, right? It boils down to this particular story and this character. And I will say Jonathan Lithgow, our boy, mm really deserves some recognition for playing this man. He somehow, and I know this is going to sound terrible, God rest his soul. He somehow humanized Ailes to the point where it's hard to do it in this movie, but he did it. So I would say if you're you know eager to see that kind of performance of how Roger Ailes could possibly have any human qualities, any redeeming, because you know what you've read and you know what he's done, I think it's an interesting twist overall bombshell should you run to the movie theaters to see it you should not no you can maybe saunter or walk
0: but Just there's right. so many
1: you're right <laughs> you there's so many other offerings out there that i think bombshell will equally work at home and plus by the time you get to the end of it You're going to want to talk it over with someone because we sort of see a certain kind of bow wrapped up and tied up that you may disagree with how it ended. Hmm. So that'll be an interesting conversation for you. Bombshells in theaters soon. So there's that. I want to twist it on you. You no, I change. think
0: you were talking about the Big Short. Was
1: that the movie? Yes, the Big. Okay, two. the Big Short. Yes. Well, gotcha. thank you. I was like, "What? What is it?" <laughs> no one came to rescue me at the critic. Um, you. Well, think... there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Richard Jewell, also a movie that has a cast. But before we get to the cast, we let's get to the director. Clint Eastwood is back. The slow and steady is back and he's teaming up with Billy Ray who wrote the screen play but it's based on an article by, by uh, Marie Brenner the cast as I was alluding to is no one to sleep on namely you ready for this uh John Hamm, Kathy Bates Sam Rockwell Olivia Wilde you've got all kinds of other people popping in some TV people you may recognize some other features people you may recognize uh, you've got <laughs> what's this guy's name? Uh, Kendrick Cross who I've seen <laughs> KB, KBI guy anyway let's not make fun of this because this is a serious matter this is something that if you may or may not remember the details of what happens but you certainly remember that it did happen. It was a big deal. And we know that Clint Eastwood likes to do (laughs) reality-based things. But here's my question to you, critic. Mm. Clint Eastwood is known for his slow and steady hand, maybe at the cost of certain pacing issues. Mm -hmm. This particular incident happened... needs to happen so do tell us if this is something that we will be patient enough to sit through in a big theater we really do want to know that
0: yeah um well maybe i'll get to that (laughs) so yeah we'll see we'll we'll come back to that question but let's set it up of course so as the ref said yes this is based on true events uh and uh the lead character is the title of the movie richard jewell and he's played by paul walter hauser uh now if you're going well, who is that i don't
1: yeah i was like who is that
0: he was in i Tonya, and black klansman
1: ah yes
0: mm-hmm. so he's playing richard jewell and richard jewell you know he's an overweight guy but he means well And, uh, at the beginning of the, the movie, he's working, uh, essentially for some lawyers. And one of the lawyers is played by Sam Rockwell. So his name is Watson Bryant and Watson Bryant ain't no pushover. We see in the first scene, he's talking on the phone to somebody and it ain't polite. Mm -hmm. Now Richard comes up to him and is like, Hey, check your, your, you know, your bottom cabinet. What's in it? Snickers. Yeah. Because Richard has noticed that Watson loves Snickers. Okay, that's the kind of guy he is. So Watson's kind of like, okay, you're kind of weird, dude, but I like you. Mm. I like you. Okay. Now, we shuttle forward in time. Now, before we do this shuttling, we learn from Richard's conversations uh, with Watson that he wants to be in law enforcement. He's been studying the penal code. Okay, hmm. and, and this man is like a janitor. Hmm. All right, so we go forward in time and he has become a law enforcement officer. That has happened, but before he gets all the way there, he makes a little stop as a guard at a university. And remember, he takes this very seriously, too seriously for the university. You will see what that means, but he just goes too far with it, okay? He even goes so far to do things that he has no jurisdiction to do. So he doesn't last at the university. So we are then thrusted into 1996. Now, in 1996, remember, uh, we had the Summer Olympics in the United States, in Atlanta. And Richard has a job there. Now he has a job essentially as a guard. He's not a cop or anything like that. He was, but he is no longer. Why is that? Well, I won't tell you. But again, he's taking things very seriously. And while he's there, he's, he's at uh, the events that are leading up to the uh, Olympics. And by the way, if you're thinking, if you're trying to place this uh, specific Olympics, it's the one where Muhammad Ali carried the torch. Okay. So Richard Jewell is there and, you know, they have concerts, all of this stuff. And that's what he's one of the guards for. Uh, law enforcement is there. The FBI is there as well. His mama's there. She's there to see uh, Kenny Rogers.
1: Kathy Bates. That's right. Played by (laughs) Kathy
0: Bates. You gotta know when to hold him. Okay. So they're enjoying that on one night. And then another night his mom's not there. And we already have seen leading up to this that he's suspicious of packages. He actually follows a guy who has a book bag. Why? Is is he correct? And he's constantly telling the law enforcement people, look, you got to watch out for this person. Oh, I see something there. They're like, calm down, Richard. Well, he sees another book bag. And this time, it's not attached to anybody. And the way he finds it is, he goes to break up, you know, some teenagers who are having a little too much fun. Now, he's a guy that people always make fun of, even when he's trying to do his law enforcement thing. Okay, so that happens. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. After they disperse, he's like, well, maybe one of these guys left their book bag here under this bench. But that's not the case. This alarms him. He tells the cops, hey, look, we have this unidentified package. We need to get this investigated. They're like, really, Richard? Come on now, really? Really? Well, they eventually do this, and what do they find in the bag? Well, if you know history, you know what was in there. And you will know also from the commercials that yes, it explodes. So Richard was right. Now, this leads to him being a hero, right? But remember the FBI was there, in particular, the agent played by John Hamm was there. His name is Tom Shaw. And the first thing they do is they investigate the person who found the bag. Of course. So they get in their mind that hey, maybe it was Richard who planted it oh, to then get praise later on. Because he fits the profile. And they go back through his history and we see it's not so good. mm Now, Richard, he's the kind of guy who, he doesn't quite understand the dynamics between people, okay? He doesn't understand social graces and how to communicate. But he's not as stupid as people think he is. He did study the penal code and he knows it. He understands procedure. He understands what people would do to set up bombs, all of this stuff. Too much so. That's a part of why he's in fits this profile. He has too much knowledge. But he's like, look, I'm law enforcement. And law enforcement's like, uh-huh, yeah. So, there's something that John Hamm's character does and another agent where they try to bring him in to question him, but they try to do it on the sly. They say, hey, you know, sign this statement. And Richard's looking at them going... I don't think so. Why are you doing it this way? Doesn't seem right. I need to call my lawyer. Mm -hmm. Which lawyer does he call? He only knows one lawyer. Played by Sam Rockwell. Now this is years in the future after he worked with him, right? So he has to actually go through, you know, 411. (laughs) Yeah, we're in 1996 to try to find this guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he's calling them from the FBI office and uh, Sam Rockwell's not picking up his phone. Now, Sam Rockwell at this moment no longer works where he used to work with Richard. He now has his own practice and he's assisted by a character played by Nina Arianda who uh, stars in *A uh, Goliath with Billy Bob Thornton. Okay, so she's a Russian woman and she's a Russian woman. And she's like, look, you need to pick up your phone. It's Richard on the phone. And they are, it looks like he's in trouble. Looks like they're accusing him of something. So Sam Rockwell finally gets to the FBI into this room and stops all of it. But this then leads to just a runaway train. They know they've gotten their man and they want to nail him down. They want to get warrants. They want to go through his, uh, the place he lives with, the, the apartment he lives with, with his mama. They take all our Tupperware. (laughs) So, you know, Kathy Bates is like, I've just gone from my son being a hero to now he's the suspect. It's almost too much for her to take. And they're taking a Tupperware? And while they're doing this procedure, he's there. Sam Rockwell tells him, do not say a word to them. Does he listen? So his mom is upset. He's going, oh, no, they're doing this because of that. Oh, they're doing this because of that. Oh, they're taking a the Tupperware because, you know, that's how you would do this kind of bomb. And she's like, would you stop? And Sam Rockwell's looking at him the whole time like, please. They're right here. Now, remember, they've been trying to set the man up. they sent people in with wires to capture him saying this stuff. So as we progress through the movie, the question is, are they right or wrong? right? Do they get the conviction or not? Right? What happens in the end ultimately as well? We do see how this resolves itself and it is bittersweet. I will put it that way. True story. Oh my goodness. Now, watching this movie, by the The very beginning, I'll put it this way. You were asking a ref about, okay, Clint Eastwood, you know, we have this deliberate kind of pacing thing. Are we going to have essentially enough spark to keep us interested? In the beginning, I was kind of like, oh, we need to tighten this, please. Really what I wanted is this, because uh, Clint Eastwood is known as doing maybe one take. You might get two, and that's it. And I could feel that they hadn't gelled in the beginning. I was like, they need another take. They need another take here. It just didn't land. But once the explosion happens, it starts to gel. Mm. And in particular, we have Paul Walter Hauser as Richard. Sam Rockwell, again, as Watson Bryan. And Kathy Bates as his mama, as Richard's mama. That whole dynamic is the movie, along with Nina Arianda's character, Nadia. She is such a great character, actress. You will love it, what she's doing, because she's like, look, I'm Russian, and I don't trust nothing that the FBI is saying, okay? You need to go help Richard. That's her stance. Now, we also have, and I'll get to this now, I mentioned John Hamm. We also have Olivia Wilde's character, Kathy Scruggs, who's a reporter for the Atlanta Journal. And she does certain things to get stories that may not be so kosher. I'll put it that way. But is she right? Is she right? And what are the repercussions of that? Hmm. And the way she gets information is via John Ham's FBI agent character. That is not what he's supposed to be doing. He's leaking illegal. So what's happening in that part of the story? They're acting. The rest of them, I think the rest of the cast was good. I highlighted the ones who are standouts. Everybody here came to work. The whole thing though is this. Again, there are certain moments that needed another take, but when it's cooking, it's cooking. And the story is one that you just, you can't believe what you're seeing. Cause you know that Richard, you know, you know what actually is, has happened i'll put it that way as you're watching and you go oh my goodness this guy really didn't do it he didn't do it but he keeps running his mouth i mean those scenes are just like could you please like you're with there with sam rockwell you're, you're with sam rockwell you're with kathy bates so should you go out should you pay money to see this well if this is your kind of movie Uh, If you're a Clint Eastwood fan, if you want to see this true story play out before you on the screen, yeah, you can certainly see it. It's good. That's what I would say. It's good. Do you have to go to the movies to see it? You do not. Will it work well from the comfort of your home? It will because of the nature of this kind of storytelling. So that's up to you. It will be interesting to see, ref, how this is handled in awards season. Uh, We'll see. It's getting some little nods. Here and there. It's not a perfect movie, but again, it's good and it will move you.
1: Well, there you go. You've got two movies, very uh reality-based in a sense, uh, by two very strong and different opinions about how to direct. But sounds like both of these movies would be great alternatives to say cats <laughs> or anything else buying for your attention. Again, both Richard Jewell and Bombshell are coming at you December 13th. Question is, is that the Friday the 13th that you want to spend in dolls? Maybe.
0: Thanks for listening.